When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, live at the Minnesota State Fair. Yeah, it's great to be Fair out here. Woo-hoo. We're on the uh, Chanhassen Dinner Theater stage on Underwood. So if you make your way to the State Fair grounds, come out and see us. Uh, we would love to uh, say hello to you from a safe distance. Yes. I've got a little Tom, I've got a double dose of Tom Cruise news. Do Two? you want the good news first, or do you want. The bad news first. We'll take the good news. You want, nah, give us the bad news. You want the bad news? Give us okay. the bad news. Uh, all righty. Headline reads, this morning, Tom Cruise's BMW stolen during Mission Impossible filming. Sorry, Tom. How about that? The actor uh, has been in the city of Birmingham uh, over in England, not in Alabama. And he has been in there uh, trying to do the seventh, believe it or not, the seventh installment in the Mission Impossible Holy film smokes. series. And the funny thing is, some people are saying the, the movies are getting more enjoyable as time oh, goes good. on. Uh, it's, it has a similar lasting power, Mission Impossible seems to, that Fast and Furious does. Like, say what you will, maybe you feel like you can figure out the plot and all that, mm-hmm. but just some of the over-the-top action sequences, which is our good news, I'll get to in a moment, um, really seems to just win people over. A BMW X7 was stolen from Church Street on Tuesday, recovered a short time later. The vehicle was found in nearby Smethwick. Closed-circuit television now being examined, and inquiries continue. They're trying to figure out who went off with Tom Cruise's BMW Mm, without his permission. That's a bummer. You know, if I might just do a quick Tom Cruise story. Okay. Is this going to be a name drop story? It is. All right. Um, Fine. Rocco, have I told you this story? Um, I don't know. Maybe, if I have. But look, we're talking about Tom Cruise, so I'll tell you. So uh, this is years ago. I know I've told this multiple times, but spe- specifically, it's funny that it's a BMW with Tom Cruise. He was in the uh, he was in the movie Night and Day with Cameron Diaz. And by the way, underrated movie, really enjoyable. It was great. He, there was a stunt scene that he did, and we're gonna, I'm going to tell you about his big new stunt here in a second, but he did this uh, stunt scene where he's driving on a motorcycle. So one of the things that you got to do when you were interviewing the stars of that is you got to go and do kind of a stunt with him. And we were in these BMWs. It's like he's got a thing for these BMWs. Hmm. And we first you're in a car with Cameron Diaz. She does this e-brake turn. It's a 180-degree stop. It was so cool. They had cameras set up. This is in its public square in beautiful Sevilla, Spain. And it's crazy. You interview her outside of the door, and then you get do a couple questions there. And then you go around. You get in the car. She takes off, takes you through this square. E-brake turn. And then you stop, mm-hmm. and then Tom Cruise comes, opens your door, huh. gets you out of the car, and then you go with Tom Cruise now. And he takes you, you do a couple questions, 
And then he gets on his motorcycle without a helmet. Tom Cruise hair blowing in the wind. He's got his, uh, his Ray-Bans on that he made famous. And then you get into a BMW Z something with a stunt driver. Tom Cruise is now going, going through this square, zigging and zagging. Again, I thought he should have been wearing a helmet. But who was I? You think I'm going to tell Tom Cruise, hey, man, let's get a helmet on here. No. But everybody's head is created equal. If it hits asphalt, I'm just saying our bones <laughs> sure. are our bones. But yeah. still. Um, and then you're in, and we are doing all of this, like, drifting behind him with these professional stunt drivers. It was so much fun. So clearly, the guy's got a thing for doing stunts, got a thing for BMW. So his BMW gets stolen. That's the bad news. The good news, with these stunts that he loves to do, they also had us jump from one roof to another roof in Austria so that we could mimic the thing that he was doing as he How ran. How close were the roofs? They were close. Okay. And we were connected to a wire. Okay. Wow. But Tom Cruise uh, was not as much. You know, he likes to really do things on the edge. It's just his thing. And so he's doing this with Mission Impossible. Rocco mentioned yesterday, CinemaCon is going on right now. All the stars are in Las Vegas, and they're trying to woo these movie exhibitors and say, hey, here's what's really cool about the movie that we want you to show at your theater. He has outdone himself with stunts. Let me do this. Sorry, that was my name drop, Tom Cruise. He's one of my closest friends, uh -huh. very close. Uh, I do have a follow-up question, and then I have a uh, story on the movie about Princess Diana. Okay, let me first tell you what he did for this stunt, okay. and then we'll take this follow-up question. Uh, so Paramount did their big presentation at CinemaCon, and the exhibitors, uh, this on Gizmodo.com, they were treated to a 10-minute video detailing Tom Cruise's latest stunt. This, in Mission Impossible 7, will see him drive a motorcycle off an actual cliff. He will jump off the motorcycle in midair. He will free fall for a few seconds and then parachute to the bottom of a huge gorge. Gorg. Gorge. And of course, Gorgay. It is actually Tom Cruise doing this. It is not a stunt person, so he had to practice and train a lot to be able to pull it off. Over the course of a year, Tom Cruise completed about 500 skydives, which sometimes included 30 skydives in a single day, as well as 13,000 motocross jumps on a specially constructed track. All of this was done to make sure that Tom Cruise was a complete expert at not just base jumping and parachuting, but motocross too. Wow. You need to be all those things to pull off the stunt. So in Mission Impossible 7, you're going to see Tom Cruise on a motorcycle go off of a cliff. That's not a green screen. It's mm -hmm. a real cliff. It's really him on the motorcycle. Oh, my gosh. And then he goes off the cliff, and then he jumps off of the motorcycle oh. and pulls his own parachute and glides down to the Unbelievable. ground. Unbelievable. All really him. That's why he gets paid so much money. It has to be. I don't know, Donna. I want to know what his net worth is. Anyway, forget my follow-up question. It doesn't matter. Great. Um, I just wanted to say that I saw the trailer for Spencer starring Kristen Stewart as Princess Diana. And, you know, when we first started seeing pictures of her in that role on set, I was like, that's pretty good. She looks pretty, pretty darn close to what Princess Diana looked like. And then I watched a little bit of the trailer, and I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to buy her at, in that role. I just don't know. But there's an article on uh, therap.com that says, 
in the Spencer trailer. She's drawing drawing raves. She's coming for that Oscar. Oh. So um, maybe this is going to be a pivotal point in Kristen Stewart's career. I, I'll give it a chance. I'll wait. It's yeah, just a trailer I'd, that I'd, I'm seeing. I'd like to see it. I'd like to see how she does. And I, I'm sure she would like uh, to see if folks can really take her very seriously at an Oscar level. Yeah. Uh, so we'll wait to see that. Tom Cruise worth $570 million. The oh third my richest God. actor in the world. That's why. Only behind uh, Shah Rukh Khan, who is, I believe, let's see here, uh, the king of Bollywood. And then number one, uh, Jamie Gertz. Oh, she's great. What? What? She's achieved the levels of success many other actors on this list have. She's a part owner of an NBA team, the Atlanta Hawks. And uh, with her husband, Tony Ressler, which is one of the reasons that she is number one, worth $3 billion. What? Yeah, I saw her like at an NBA draft event once, and I was like, why is Jamie Gertz there? The star of 80s TV show Square Pegs. And that's why. Yeah, she's so pretty. You would know if you, the name doesn't sound familiar, people would, you'd know her face. Definitely. Beautiful. Wow. I think she was on that show. She was big in the 80s. Yeah. Twister, Crossroads, Less Than Zero, The Lost Boys, Quicksilver, uh, some of her early roles. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, okay, thanks for that story, Steve. Okay. Um, I have uh, linked up the trailer for Spencer at mytalk1071.com. You didn't like the way I said trailer. No, no, no. I was just going to say you were so generous in your linkage. <laughs> Thank you, I Steve. love the way you said trailer. Say it again. Yeah. Say it again. Well, Do- I said trailer. Yeah, she doesn't say it correctly. I that's say okay. trail and then er because that's how it's spelled. Trail. Er. I used to say open trailer. I hardly know her. Me. Hey, Rocco. You still say thank you. <laughs> I am. Thank tr- I sometimes you. say thank you. O- sometimes you do. Open the door for me, and I'll oh, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> All right. When we come back, Millennial Donna's got Steve. a study about women. Why women feel more confident as they age. She'll break it down. When we come back, it is the Donna and Steve show live at the Minnesota State Fair. Donna Don- and Steve on my talk one zero seven one. Everything entertainment, even Don- that's entertaining. I'm gonna try this. I've now tried to come in two times and stepped on you accidentally. I'm sorry, and it sorry. was all for this bad joke. Do you want me to still tell it or sure. no? Sure, you do, you man. All right. Hey, don't forget the weekend who we just heard from right there is performing uh, live every night here on the free Liney stage. So come out and see him any night of the week. He'll be here. Okay. Okay, that's not true, and we're not on the Liney stage. I know, but, but I, I just get met it, Steve. Donna. I know you're I'm goofing trying. You know? It's the bowling shirt. I look like an idiot today. You don't look like an idiot, but I your do. pants. I didn't realize how tight your pants were until I just watched a video of you. <laughs> I was like, whoa. I got a two-part situation that's going really poorly today. You know, I thought that my shirt looked good. I for sure look like a bowler. Millennial Hannah said that. Now I can't unsee that it's a bowling shirt. And then I got the same pair of pants, Denizen from Target, that I always get skinny. But these ones are just past skinny. These are jeggings. They are the tightest <laughs> They do look like jeggings. That I have. And so I feel stupid today. <laughs> my... my uh, my mojo's low, low. It's okay. I have wrinkly fingertips. Yeah, some, you're you're like <laughs> deteriorating in front. But I'm of me. showing it to you, and they are wrinkled. Like you could look at them. See them starting to wrinkle. My my cup that I'm drinking water out of is also starting to wrinkle. See it? 
Yeah, okay. Is this okay. like an M. Night Shyamalan movie going on out there? Shyamalan. <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan. Okay, mine was yeah. more closer. No. I don't know what's happening to her. I have a study. Let's Just let's kick please. it. Okay. okay, you're my buddy. Yeah. Studies have shown that... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings are study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Hey, Steve. Oh, hey there. How's it going? Pretty, pretty good. I like your bowling shirt. <laughs> Donna. I always love that one. <laughs> uh, all right, I do have a study. Listen, all I have right, a study. Fine. It's a survey, a okay. new survey. Great. It found the yeah. average woman feels the most confident with her looks at age. Let me guess. Go. 34. Close. 37. Go down. 32. Correct. Yeah. That's accurate. You know, when you look back on your 20s, you were still doing stupid stuff. And I get it. I'm wearing a bowling shirt as I offer these retrospective judgments. But, if you, like, I see pictures of me in my 20s, and I just think, oh, look at this You're bag. a tool. Yeah, what's he doing? Yeah. And I was even in old 20. Like, by the time I was 21, I was married. By the time I was 26, I had a child. Hmm. So I was an old 20-year-old person. But still, just a dummy. Because you were still hanging on. Yeah. You know, I, I was dating a guy in the 90s who would wear rubber pacifiers around his neck. Because <laughs> it was a thing, like in the rap community or something, he was wearing pacifiers. Metal ones, green ones, yellow Honest ones. Honest to goodness, you, <laughs> the more I learn about two things... Sweet Jesus in heaven, help me. The more I learn about your dating history <laughs> and the kind of guys that you're like, oh, yeah, he's attractive. It is. It shakes me to my core, not even as a radio bit. It's frightening to me. And I'm nervous. Well, listen, it was I the time he was wearing Zubas Rock every Rocket, do you remember day. this time? What's that? Were people just showing up in the 90s with pacifiers <laughs> around? <laughs> there are multiples. What it yeah. Like. yeah. What? It was a thing. I feel like, was it part of like the TLC thing? I don't know. I thought it was like a rap thing. Where's our friend Brian? He needs to send us an email. He Brian sets Oman. us straight. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a thing, man. He had a whole collection of them. Just like hanging on the doorknob. <laughs> Look at me in real life. To. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing an article from uh, the right Baltimore now. Sun from November of 92 saying, yeah, pacifiers are huge. Huge. How did you not know that? You were kind of like a wannabe in the rap world. I always... <laughs> it's true. I don't know. I always thought pacifiers sucked. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Ha! Uh-huh. Dad joke. There he is. Who's that guy in there? All right. So anyway, the survey said 32 is when the average woman feels the most confident with her looks. Now, that doesn't mean confidence plummets after 32. It actually goes up for most women. Okay. 
Two-thirds say that the older they get, the more confident they are in general. And here are the top five reasons. Want to hear them? Feel like I'm going to have to. Here they go. <laughs> you care less about what other people think. Yes. 63% of people surveyed totally agree with that. I could not agree more. And it is the most liberating feeling in the world. Yeah. It is so freeing. I just feel I even, like a weight has been lifted off me. I even felt that quite a bit from high school to college. I remember, but I went, I went out of state for college. Yep. And so it was new people, a new group of people, new friends. No one knew, no one knew any of my baggage, any of my context, none of it. And it was this real fresh start situation. <laughs> You gotta look at the camera, Steve. Okay, Donna's not letting me look at her in real life anymore. No, you know why? Because our boss, Amy. She's gonna yell at us? She's gonna say, I can't use any of that video footage because you look like you're looking out into the woods. Well, I didn't think we were gonna use any of it anyway because of the hat thing. Sorry. All right, we're on. All right. But I do, I, yes, it's so go, true. When you, when you stop focusing on what people think. Here are other reasons women feel more confident. You feel more settled in life. It gets easier to embrace changes in your looks. I'm going to disagree with that one. Uh, more support from friends and family. And you feel more confident at work and you know you're good at your job. Yes. Oh. Mm. Mm. Uh. <laughs> Kinda. Uh, in fact, are why, you though? Why don't we punctuate how bad we are at this job? Yeah, we're fine. We're out of our element. My fingers are wrinkled. Okay. Well. They are though. Okay. Fine. What if we just maybe tabled that for now? Okay. Um, when we come back, we're gonna do a slow jam, a Friday slow jam, and this is a fresh cut. This is from today's show. Oh, Rocco wow. found something stupid we said and slowed it down half speed. We will sound dumb. A laugh at our expense next on my. Oh, we're having fun out here at the Minnesota State Fair. My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment with Donna and Steve. I'm Donna. Hey, I'm Steve Patterson. And joining us today uh, is DJ Rock Lobster. <laughs> There's something really weird happening. And Susie, crazy Susie out in the crowd. <laughs> You know, and it's almost not even worth me explaining it on air. So, but there was somebody yelling, and I was like, "Who's yelling?" And so I thought, "Oh, at one point it was just Susie here. We were doing just a show for Susie out here at the fairgrounds, and uh, and then I heard like this." Wow! But I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's not coming from her. Who's that coming from?" This woman yells this without woman? moving her mouth. Like she doesn't open her mouth and go like, "Woo!" Like most people would. And she just did it normal. <laughs> it was very weird. And it sounds In like five way. people. Yeah. That's quite yeah. the gift. Yeah, it is. Wow. Anyway. That's amazing. And then I said, are you chicken fingers, Susie? And she's like... I don't have chicken fingers. I have chicken fingers? Yeah. Then you made her insecure about her I fingers. Know. I, got, I have wrinkly fingers. Don't worry about uh, it. Anyway. anyway. So what do you want to do? Well, um, if, you, if you want to talk about wrinkly fingers... Um, I didn't. I had not made a slow jam for this week because we didn't really say anything too stupid this week. <laughs> yeah, that's wow, right. until that's about ten oh four. Huh? Uh, then you started talking about Donna's fingers um, slowly aging, like an M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong Okay, so this means this is the freshest cut we've ever had of a slow jam. Yeah. If you're new to the show, if you've never heard slow jams before, every Friday. In hour three at 11.30, we do this, and Rocco just takes a little sum-sum that we had to say on the air and plays it back at half speed, and it really accentuates 
how deeply stupid this show is. So a laugh at our expense. See. <laughs> now it's time for slow jams. Okay. Don't you think maybe you should okay. slow things down a little bit? Oh yeah. Time once again for a Donna and Steve slow jam. You should know that all this bouncing that Donna's doing right now, and she's <laughs> like doing fist pumps in the air and all this, just know that it is all manufactured and she is deeply frustrated with the fact that she cannot highlight things on her computer this morning. Because my computer is a touch screen and it's humid out here. It's damp, so I can't. My fingers are damp and my computer will not work with my finger. Come on, man. I can't, I can't click on my story. What do you mean you can't click I on I don't know. No, I just touched her touch screen. Okay. And it worked perfectly. Because your fingers are dry. Mine are wrinkly at the tips. <laughs> I thought we weren't supposed to talk about that. All right, is it too late for me to slow this down for slow jams at 11 Oh, gosh. But they are, you know how they get, like, wrinkly when you're in the bathtub? These are wrinkly right now. They're starting to at the tips. What's wrong with you? <laughs> it's humid out here. My body is so humid like we're in a hot tub for 40 minutes. <laughs> Is this it? Is this how it starts? Or ends? <laughs> there it is. Oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, we're good. I mean, seriously, the amount of time in today's show that you have spent about your fingertips. Right now, she's knuckling her touch screen. Could you just stop? Because my, uh, this is my last hope, or my knuckles. <laughs> what is wrong Wait, with you? I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to Colleen and Bradley when they get here. Because if one of them has a touch screen, they will completely understand what I'm saying. I don't know. It <laughs> seems to work fine. Oh my God! Knuckling the touch screen. That sounds like our next album. Our ne <laughs> the latest from Ontario Dumb. Knuckling oh the God. touch screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord in heaven. It just looks, you need to know how pathetic this looks. <laughs> I and just want to warn complaining. People. She has done so much off the air complaining today. I'm just of, observing. Oh, we're out here and I need my <laughs> printer. And I mean, she's murmuring. She's not doing it for the bit. Backstage before we come out. Oh, just going remote. It's just, do we have to? <laughs> Meanwhile, everybody else is, we're just doing fine. Yeah. And then her, and then her, and then her computer. <laughs> 
died while we were on the air. So then Stevie Boy has to go full tech support. <laughs> found a plug. Now she's all plugged in. She's getting juice. She was upset See, about I her can hair. I hear you. You don't have to talk about me in the third person. She was upset about her hair, and then she found this hat, and then came out. She was <laughs> bummed out when we told her, as friends, that it kind of looks like the female equivalent of Joe Dirt. It's a tough day. <laughs> Joanna Dirt. No, no, no. And that's a good thing. That's a movie star that we're talking about. Okay, Don't react Steve. so hurt. Whatever. Rocco said it was Joanna Dirt, <laughs> which we thought, that's a cool modern day reboot. I am woman. Hear me roar. You women deserve those roles, too. Okay. Thanks, Steve. <sighs> You're a real pal. I have an update about the pacifiers. Yeah, I was just going to say, let's hit the mailbag. Okay, fine. I don't, have that, I don't have that button. Uh, mail time. Mail time. Mail, mail's here. Uh, we heard earlier that Donna was hot for guys who wore pacifiers around their neck in the 90s. Whatever. Well, you dated a guy, so I don't know if I'm speaking out of turn or not. Well, we put the back call out to our buddy Brian. Yeah, Brian Oman, who fancies himself a rapper, and he said, here's the sitch with the pacifier. It was originally from the rave scene. It helps keep you from biting your lips when doing ecstasy. Oh. A common side effect. Yeah, this is scared straight, everybody. Listen oh, no. up. Bring your kids over here. The hip-hop scene then adopted the look for a short while, probably just because the hip-hop um, was real wild and had a colorful look at the time. Oh, and sure. getting pacifiers okay. seemed interesting. <laughs> I, I, I mean, know. I don't know. We do stupid things every decade. You know? Do you know how much blue eyeshadow was worn in the 70s? I know. I know. It was hideous. Who's anyway. your type now? Really, really. Just um, real talk. You and me. What's your question? What kind of a gentleman? Oh, you know, a smart guy is good. Okay. A nice person. So like 3M kind of a guy? Could he work at 3M? Uh, sure, I suppose okay. he could. You got to be smart to work at 3M. They're not just yeah, hiring like anybody. an engineer, whatever. I, I, you know, people who uh, know how to fix stuff. Okay, handyman. Yeah. All right. That's good. Um, can I ask you a personal question? Uh, you already have. All right. Um, when is the... When is the last? I don't know. I know that you're. You sometimes you view dating as like this is not worth the effort right now. I'm good. I'm good. I got a great situation. Oh man, this when was be a long time. When was the last time that you were um, uh, on a date? Like a I don't know this guy. All right, let's go out on oh, a date and see how no, this goes. Oh no, long time. I don't like that. You don't like that. You don't like not knowing a guy and then going on a date. Correct. When was the last time you went on a, d a date with like a guy that you did did uh, know? Six years ago. Okay. Yeah. Easy. Thank you. And what did what did we uh what did, what, was it good or is that no, like a fine. one date? It was fine. Okay. It was like a one date sitch. Um, I don't envy you. I have great respect for people who have to date, um, because that takes a lot of work and there's a lot of nerves that you have to get through. Yeah, that's why I don't do it. <laughs> you know what? I'm retired. From dating. <laughs> yes. I'm retired. Would you ever come out of retirement, kind of like Jay Z? Uh, I'd have to change my name. <laughs> what do you mean? You know. Oh, Jay-Z's not the guy who changed his no, name. No, no, no. That's P. Diddy. That's P. Diddy. I don't know, Steve. I, I just am uncomfortable. And Do you I'm, want me to try to set you up with a guy sometime? I'm going to take off. No, you can't take this off. This is fun. This no, is fun. We, I'll no. do it on Monday again. No, we're going to be back on Monday, but we have to come back after the break, too. All right. You can't All just right. leave right no, now. No, but thank you. Do you That's ever very... want me to try to set you up? I, I don't know. I don't know if I know it, any guys. Knowing Steve, it'll be some magician. 
It's not going to be a magician. Yeah, you want to do a drive-by? We find someone at the fair who's walking no, by? No, see, that's, that's, don't be weird. Are you single? Step right up. Stop. Step right. All right. Stop being you're, gonna, you're afraid it's going to be someone from, like, one of my Bible studies, and it's going to, no, he's going to be a creepy guy. Who's like, hey, you want to read the book of Jonah? Let's talk Listen, about that's happened way. to me before. Right. Yeah, that can get weird. It, yeah, it's like, hey, let's read the scriptures. I'm like, I, I just met you. <laughs> like, let's read <what>? the scriptures. <laughs> we're at Chili's. We just barely ordered appetizers, and now we're like reading the gospel. Giant Torah. Oh man! <laughs> wow. Uh, speaking of which, not really. Moms can come here and take a load off at the lactation station. It is back here at the Minnesota State Fair. Open daily from 8 a.m. until 8 p.m. It is a comfortable space for moms to nurse, to change, and to tend to their child. And a big thanks to our friends at Connecticut and Aquarius Home Services for providing filtered water and air conditioning. And a patio town for providing rocking chairs so that moms can really get a much-deserved break. More info at mytalk1071.com. Keyword fair. I spent quite a bit of time in there yesterday. Found it to be very relaxed. You did not, did you? When your milk's in, your milk's in. All right, I'm gonna take off. No, on okay, that. we're gonna. Take <laughs> All right, a no, quick no, break. we've got a story. Uh, you learned some new stuff about the Bob Ross documentary. I did. I don't even know if I knew that this very funny couple was behind the documentary, and they're talking about some of the things that were surprising to them as they dug into oh, cool. the life and art of Bob Ross. I'll tell you who's behind this upcoming documentary, uh, what they've learned, and Donna will try to make it weird. When we come back, it's the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk. Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. We are live at the Minnesota State Fair. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, Here. along with our buddy Boo, back at the studio. That, my friends, is DJ Rock Lobster. Is it really the final stretch? I didn't really feel like it. I hope so. <laughs> there it is. <sighs> That's what it sounds like when um, I stretch in the morning. Here mm. comes further proof that Steve doesn't listen when I speak. Go what? ahead, tell us your story. Wait, what do you mean? About oh, did you? Did you? Well, yeah. Well, listen. And you and I yeah, have talked about Melissa this. Melissa McCarthy and Ben Falcone are producing the Bob Ross okay, so documentary. She, you've mentioned this before when you've talked about the Bob Ross documentary. But. Um, and I probably didn't pick up on it. And that has to do with, we've worked with consultants. Donna has a drab storytelling sort of approach. <laughs> um, so I missed that. Okay, I have ADD. And I, well, I, I didn't make it that. the headline. I just said, oh, by the way, Melissa McCarthy and her husband are producing this. Yeah, which I think is so fun. Um, and, and they are real fans. In fact, um, they said that they were given a toaster uh, by, uh, I think it was uh, Melissa McCarthy's mother, a toaster that toasts Bob Ross's face onto the toast. Oh, cute. So That's they're, cute. They're big fans. They, they love Bob Ross, which is really, really cool. Um, but anyway, they, they are talking with the NPR about stuff that they learned as they went through making this documentary and trying to figure it out. And you were guessing this, too. It has to do with the business of Bob okay. Ross. And that he wanted much of it, I believe, to go to his son. But while he was alive, he had a business partner who worked on it with him. And so it sounds like there's a little bit of a, a back and forth as to who should actually get the, the rights to Bob sure, Ross's work. Okay. It's an estate battle and the whole kind of thing. That's what I was assume, like picturing it being about because, you know, it sounds like it. otherwise it could be some really light material. Yeah, right. Well, Melissa McCarthy said when somebody's an artist, no matter what their medium is, there's a business behind it. And I would venture to guess that that business 
is always much more complicated than the personality that they lead with. And so that is a little bit of what they uh, figured out. So they had some legal roadblocks, but Melissa McCarthy and her husband, Ben Falcone, they moved ahead with the movie Bob Ross Happy Accidents, Betrayal and Greed will be released on Netflix. Donna. When? Two days ago. Shut your face! Came out two days ago. On you Netflix? can watch on Netflix. You can watch uh, the documentary. It is out now. Um, here's a few things that they were telling uh, NPR. One of the things that they learned about Bob Ross, they said, if you do a quick Google search, you'll know that he was in the military. And Melissa McCarthy says, he said that when he left the army, that was the last time that he wanted to raise his voice. And that's oh. why Bob Ross always really calm. Oh, that's quiet. That's a fun fact. I guess there was yelling in the military, of course, drill sergeants, things like that. So he wanted to take a really calm approach. Um, and they say it's harder to know what went on in his life. But they were happy to find out that he was a level-headed person, seemed like he was kind to everybody, but also knew exactly what he wanted as an artist and what he wanted his show to be. But they did say that there were some things that they ended up learning that were... Uh, unexpected and so i think you'll be able to get into that when you check out the documentary bob ross uh which you can watch now it's on netflix as of two days ago oh my god let's both watch that and talk about it on monday you could do it you could do it sunday we night. got reading to do how you doing on billy summers uh, not good oh i heard by the way somebody emailed me <laughs> somebody emailed me a listener and said uh that loj i don't know if this is true oh started reading it for their book club on the air. Yeah. Is that true? I don't know. You're the one who told me. No, no, no. I said that Loj, like Lori started reading it, but I didn't know she was reading it as part of the oh, book club. I thought I she was just doing, doing it to spite us. And so now I think they've taken it on air, which means, and let me be clear, thus begins a blood feud that will last the remainder of this calendar year. Well, they're not the only people allowed to read a book. According to them, they are. <laughs> I mean... And they're both, and I want to say this respectfully, bullies <laughs> and so we need to uh we need to clap back somehow so we will start yeah. on monday actually we're pretty pumped to uh start officially um it's called hollywood talk it <laughs> and it's sort of just a hollywood version of headlines that you hear so we're pumped for that oh that's funny uh yeah and if uh, our listeners are reading it and want to discuss it with us you can call us we, this isn't going to be a regular feature we're just doing the one time and we're taking our time we are digesting yeah we'll be done by i don't know christmas. thanksgiving christmas yeah which um, is fine the the goal if you do want to read billy summers you can pick it up you can download it today on your kindle it's the newest from stephen king uh, you could also probably get it delivered via Prime within uh, a day or two. But it is, we're trying to go to page 175 is what we've compromised on for Monday. Yep. I'm, I'm at page 170, and I, oh, I'm man, just going to go to 175. I'm not going to read ahead. All right. Eh. I just got an email from someone who I guess there's a video out of me doing squats. She said I had great form. Oh, Thank you, Rachel. Oh, yeah. That's on my uh, Insta story. You can follow along. I'm doing Insta story updates of a day. Uh, in my life, I suppose, at the Minnesota State Fair. You can follow me on at, uh, at KSTP Steve on Instagram. And, uh, yeah, we had a lot of fun doing it yesterday, so we brought it back today. In fact, yeah. I'm, I will soon be uploading a video of me hand-feeding you poutine. <laughs> so that was fun. It's really good, Steve. Actually, I'm not a fan of tater tots, like hot dish and all that stuff. So I'm looking at what you're eating, and I didn't care for the congealed... 
form okay. of whatever that is. So there's gravy on top of these tater tots. And young underneath gravy. them, remember Young Gravy? Yeah. Oh, man. And underneath them, I thought was just cheese, but it's actual cheese curds. And then when you get a piece of all of that in a forkful, yeah. that I, I put it in my mouth and said, now I get it. Mm. So good. You know, here's what I think. I wouldn't eat a whole one of those things, though. Oh, my gosh. I could eat four of these. What I think is the missing ingredient, in general, is gravy. Sure. If they had, I've said this before, but if they, at every table that you went to at a sit-down restaurant, yes, they have ketchup, they have mustard, give me, uh, uh, you know like those candle warmers? When your candle gets too low to light it anymore, you can just put it on this thing that you plug in, and then it generates heat, and so it melts the base of the candle, so you sure. get every little last bit of the candle out. That same kind of a warmer, on it sits a dispenser of gravy, and then you have hot gravy for your fries if you want to use it's it. It's a great idea. I love gravy on fries. Potatoes. Hello. Hi. This is why it works. Right. It's mashed potatoes and gravy. But it's you don't. Yeah. But you don't really put it on a baked potato, as much as you would. To All which I ask why. I agree. Why? You're my best friend. Big gravy. <laughs> why don't we have more gravy? We need more gravy. All right, I'm glad we uh, agree on something. All right. What else you got? Rocco? Hi. Hey, what are you doing with the rest of your day? Well, it's my boy's 10th uh, birthday. birthday. That's yeah. a big birthday. That was my favorite birthday. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a pivotal that's one. A good What's one. the plan, Rocco? Well, we have the boss's seats for the Twins game tonight, which what? is going to be great, right behind the dugout. No way. Who's got those? Uh, Ginny, our big oh my, boss. The big boss. Yeah, Whoa. So that was really nice. So hopefully, I mean, it's supposed to rain. We'll see, you know. Maybe they'll you know reschedule it. Maybe not. We'll see. But yeah, it's going to be exciting. Wow! Oh, that'll be so fun, boy. If you've been to a baseball game, when you get down to really great seats for the first time, it is oh a football amazing. game, baseball game, all of them. When you see it that close, and you could see the you know the players' eyes. Sports talk. It's so <laughs> it is. It's so exciting. How are how are the twins this year? I don't even know. No. Yeah, you want to hear, did you hear what happened last night in the Boston game? No. A pitcher, Chris Sale, had what they call an immaculate inning against yeah, the Yeah, I Twins. didn't click on that headline. What did that mean? He pitched nine pitches in the third inning. All nine were strikes. No way. And guess what? The last what? pitcher to do that? Chris Sale. The last pitcher before that to do that? Chris Sale. He's done wow. it three times now. That's, that's amazing. That's pretty yeah. great. My guess would have been Catfish Hunter. <laughs> That's why we don't do sports talk. Uh, Twin Cities Live is going to be live out here at the Minnesota State Fair. If you find yourself near a TV at 3 o'clock today, we would love it if you would join us. If you're making your way out to the fairgrounds, come hang out at the 5 Eyewitness News Building. And here at the My Talk stage, it's presented by Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. Kalina Bradley will be here. Lori and Julia will be here. Shout out to all of you who have come out and said hello. Lovely to have you out here. Donna, what's your next plan? I'm going to go see a movie. Yeah, I'm going to see a movie. I'll tell you about it on Monday, okay? Deep tease. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye Thank now. you for listening.